Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. I read that and I think like most people in the at least in the American church we read that and because we toss around that term it's kind of a Christianese term a calling and so for us in the church we think of it as somebody that's in the ministry you know a calling they're called to ministry they're they have this calling on their life and I want to suggest to you that it's bigger than that it's a lot bigger than that it's broader than that what is he talking about a heavenly call it's a call from heaven heaven calling Heaven calling to you. Did you know that you have a heavenly calling? In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches that a calling from God is not just a ministry calling, but a specific calling from God on your life. He has a specific calling on your life that he desires for you to grab hold of and participate with him in. Follow his call. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 3 with today's message. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1, I'm going to try to move fairly quickly. You know the, the famous pagan prophet Mick Jagger once, actually more than once, lamented loudly, just can't get no satisfaction. No truer statement has ever been uttered. You know, I I thought I had arrived at the top of that unattainable summit one time in 1975, but I was wrong. Just couldn't get no satisfaction. And then again in 1979, I mean, I was so sure that I had finally grasped the goal. But again, it just slipped right through my fingers. I mean, she was awesome, don't get me wrong. But then I made a left turn in front of a little Volkswagen I was high, and so was the girl driving the VW, and, and my baby, that beautiful new car shine, gone in a moment. And with it, that satisfaction that I was so sure I had finally grabbed onto. You know, satisfaction's a funny thing. It's elusive. Why is it so elusive? Well, it's elusive because we usually try to find it in things like new cars, Houses, toys, jobs, homes, experiences, relationships. But you know, almost all of these things, and and really many times even relationships, they're all temporary. They're temporary. And because all these things are temporary, our satisfaction is also temporary. You see, I was so sure that new car, 1979, beautiful, first brand new car. You know, oh, what a great car. This is awesome. And it was until it wasn't. And the satisfaction that was there was gone. In Hebrews chapter 3, 
Verse 1, we read, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope, firm to the end. Now, stop right there. You know, the Jewish people had Moses way high up on a pedestal, right? They still do. They still view him as the ultimate example to follow. But the Bible gives us a great analogy here. The Bible's telling us, Hebrews is telling us, you know, if a building is beautiful and worthy of admiration, well, how much more the one who designed it and built it? And he says, you know, in the same way, okay, Moses, great man. Moses, great, great man of God. No question about it. But He's just a man. Christ, on the other hand, he is a man. He's also more than a man. He's the creator who became a man. He's not the house. He's the builder of the house. Moses is a part of the house. And he says, you and I are too. If, if we hold fast the confession. Now, is that a condition? Well, not exactly. What he's telling us is that if you're holding fast, then he's building you. If you're holding fast, well, that's clear evidence that you're part of the house. If, if you're fickle, if you're not holding fast, well, then John agrees with this. He says, you were never part of the house to begin with. That's the problem. It's just evidence of it. You were pretending to be. Maybe you were trying to convince yourself that you were. But he says, if you're partaking of that heavenly call that he talks about, if, if, if you're holding fast, if you're, if you're partaking of the heavenly calling, cooperating with the chief builder. Well, then he's hard at work building you, building you into a glorious house, a a glorious home for his own spirit. Ephesians chapter 2 talks about it. Ephesians 2.10, listen, one of my favorite verses, Ephesians 2.10 says you're his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. But he goes on in verse 19. He says, now, therefore, you're no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. It's a beautiful picture that he gives us. If you're holding fast, if you're cooperating, if you're partaking in the heavenly call, then he's building you, actively building you into a house, into a dwelling place for his spirit. Now, we're going to focus on two things today from this passage. The first one is that heavenly call. Because you know what? I read that, and I think like most people, in the, at least in the American church, we read that. And because we toss around that term, it's kind of a Christianese term, a calling. And so for us in the church, we think of it as somebody that's in the ministry, you know, a calling. They're called to ministry. They're, they have this calling on their life. And I want to suggest to you that it's bigger than that. It's a lot bigger than that. It's broader 
than that. What is he talking about? A heavenly call. It's a call from heaven. Heaven calling. Heaven calling to you. Call by heaven, a call for heaven, call to heaven. You know, I started off by talking about satisfaction, and the reason is I really believe it's tied to this. You see, nothing in this world can completely satisfy us. Not riches, not success, not romance, new toys. You just have to keep buying newer ones. So many people have pursued it, satisfaction, you know, joy, peace, through financial success, but they didn't, they didn't find success in that pursuit. I had a conversation with one of the YWAM students that was here with us several months ago. We were down on Lincoln Road, and, and she, was, she just made a comment. She's really intimidated trying to share her faith with people on Lincoln Road. I said, why? And she said, well, because everybody here, they, I mean, they seem like they, they kind of have everything. So why would they feel a need for Jesus? And I said, no, no, you're getting it backwards. Let me explain something to you. I, I've, been, I've been reaching out and serving Jesus in, in Miami Beach for almost 30 years now, since, since 1986, actively reaching out. And what I've, I've found more hard hearts in homeless people than I have in wealthy people. You know why I believe that is? Because those, those who are impoverished and, and destitute, and just so you know, I've been there. Some of you have heard the story. I've been there, not homeless, but destitute. They're still that, they're holding on to the hope that if I could just get this, if I could just get that, you know, that I would be satisfied. I'd be happy. That would take care of me, you know? If I, if I could just find the right woman, I just need a wife and I'll be good. Lord, that's all I need, you know? And then here's what happens though. See, when, when you actually find the wife, you realize that didn't do what I thought it was going to do. And she's saying the same thing, right? What's up with this? When you finally reach that place, you know, you've, you've got the 401k, you've got the investments, you've got the, the riches, you, you know, you've, you've got the big home and the fancy cars and, and, you know, you, you drive into Bentley and it's like, okay, that, that didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Now what? Which is why you see the, you know, all of the celebrities, they start looking for a cause. They start looking for some cause because all this stuff, it's like this didn't, I mean, I, I'm successful and I'm making a lot of money and now what? Because it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. chase after so much in this world, the best job, the perfect family, the prestige and fame that we think will satisfy. But will it ever be enough? These worldly achievements may seem like exactly what we want, but in the end, we can't take them with us to heaven. These things can also become idols in our lives, becoming more important than our Savior. As we've studied the book of Hebrews, we've been warned that nothing should take the place of Jesus in our lives. Nothing else and no one else will give us lasting satisfaction. Our lives should focus first on the Savior, allowing Him to direct our steps in all things. We are so glad you tuned in today to Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, please visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on Podcast and download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. 
Come and follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel Miami Beach. Find links to our accounts at our website, MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. We hope you'll join us next time as Pastor Robert continues to teach verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Hebrews, right here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.